Dallas Cowboys that yeah. is. I didn't think I was going to be pumped up from that intro. I still do get pumped up even when we've had a terrible game last night, like last night. Um, I'm just going to jump right into it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for no one. We sucked. We sucked really bad last night. Oh, man, was I so disappointed. I was so disappointed. But before we get into that shit show of a game on Monday night, I just want to give myself a shout out. Uh, make sure you go to my YouTube page, leave a comment, hit the subscribe button. I know this is annoying, but I got to do it. I'm trying to grow this channel. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Dallas Cowboys Can Fan on uh, Instagram. Same YouTube channel. I uh, don't have Twitter. I should look into getting Twitter. I don't know how to use it. Don't have Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Am I allowed to say that? Fuck him. Um, but yeah, make sure you get on those pages. I'm really doing my best here to try to grow this shit and uh but yeah let's jump right into it uh man that game i don't even know what to say i actually in my deepest darkest imagination did not think that was going to happen 38 to 10 you know what i did expect the cardinals to put up a lot of numbers i did expect uh kyler murray to look good didn't really expect Kenyon Drake to do what he did, but I thought the Cardinals were going to put up at least 30, 30-ish points. So that I expected. What I didn't expect was our team to put up 10, the Cowboys. 10 fucking points with that offense? That is pathetic. Oh, I'm trying not to be over dramatic here, but that was pretty bad. Even with a backup quarterback, you got to get more than 10 points. There was some good things, a uh, few and far in between. We did have a decent 75-yard drive, which Dalton looked, you know, he didn't look comfortable at all, but it, it, he did get down the field for an extended drive and put points up. He had no help, really. He really was just thrown to the wolves. Uh, our only starting offensive lineman went down, I think it was in the first quarter, Zach Martin, for you guys that don't know. He was our remaining starting offensive uh, guard. And luckily, it was just a concussion. Hopefully, he's back next week. Besides that, I'm trying to think of the good stuff. Really, that was basically it. Even Amari Cooper's touchdown, by then, the game was so fucking over that it was really irrelevant. So... I have written down here I was going to go over the good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, I already discussed the good, which was fuck all, really. Trying to be positive here. Bear with me. Trying to be positive. Uh, Let's go to the bad. Well, where do you want to start? Defense uh, gave up 38 points, so now their average is jumped up. It was 36 going into the game. Now it's, well, it's going to only jump up maybe a point or two, but it's in the high 30s still. Let's talk more bad. We put 10 points on the board. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. 10 points with this offense. I've said it, but I got to go over it again. So the bad 10 points, we got scored on a lot. We gave up again. Kenyon Drake had 164 yards and two touchdowns. I have Kenyon Drake on one of my fantasy teams. He's not that good. Little insider information here. Whoever's playing the Cowboys start their running back 
because right now I could run for 100 yards on them. The ugly. There was lots of ugly. And unfortunately, the ugliest shit came from our best, most expensive player on the team at the moment, Ezekiel Elliott. 12 carries, 49 yards, which isn't too bad for a 4.1 average, but you had two fumbles on back-to-back carries. Two fumbles lost. It's one thing to fumble the fucking ball. It's another thing to fumble the ball and lose it. Here's my issue. Zeke, take off your goddamn long sleeve. I don't know it. I don't know if that's really the issue, but it seems like it could be. Man, you're one of my favorite players, and I hate I hate when you have a bad game. And I do think Zeke will bounce back, and he has totally held himself accountable for those fumbles, and he knows he has to, to get control of them. I think he's had four lost fumbles this year by week six. I can't remember Zeke even fumbling prior to this. Like I couldn't point out uh, another game where he's fumbled not from this season. This season, it's just every time he touches the ball, you're kind of scared that he might fumble it. Did he get benched? I don't know. I don't think he was benched. I think it was more so Mike McCarthy was just putting him on the sideline to get Pollard in there and maybe let him get his head on straight. But damn, Zeke, you got to be better than that, man. Luckily, we got. Luckily, we have Washington. Um, and I... I don't know if I'm even going to call Andy Dalton's performance ugly or bad. It was just kind of meh. Like, he should have played better than he did, but it's hard to go at the guy, right? I mean, he has no one protecting him. He had receivers dropping balls. Michael Gallup, perfect pass in the end zone. Couldn't hang on to it. Another, um, when we were driving down, threw a pretty nice ball, but... uh, Unfortunately, I believe C.D. Lamb was DPI'd on the play, and he fell down, and then uh, Arizona got a pick. So there was just it was just a weird damn game, man. Like our receivers combined for what is this under 200 yards? Our top three receivers combined for under 300 yards or 200 yards, and only one touchdown. Like I did, I just didn't see that coming at all. I still think going forward, and man, don't go on the internet today. Like you search anything Cowboys, and everybody's just hitting the fucking panic button. I still think Dalton can be our be our guy. I really do. He's had one full week with the ones. Like let's ease up here on the ready to lynch him here. Like give the guy a second here. Luckily, we're still in first place somehow in this. Div- division like I mean you watch any other NFC East team play and you can realize why we're still in first because it is just some bad football that Washington New York game oh my god it's kind of scary though because even the Giants put up 31 points on us and Washington held them to like what was it two touchdowns like that makes that that makes me a bit nervous uh what do we got here so the stats obviously say a lot about the game. We couldn't stop shit. Our defense actually looked fairly good at the start of the game until Zeke gift wrapped two fumbles to Arizona. And Arizona is the type of team that you can't give more possessions. Kyler Murray, he looked uncomfortable at the start of the game until Dallas started fucking up and us giving everybody um, 
giving them all giving the offense extra possessions and then they got into a rhythm and then he made a couple passes they made a couple big runs and he started feeling comfortable and the whole reason that happened was because we fumbled the goddamn ball can't happen uh as with a two and four start shit is gonna start coming out uh unfortunately for us one of the main headlines is Cowboys players express discontent with coaching after two and four start. That's bad. That is not good. When you start having players coming out and bashing the coaching staff, it's not helping anyone. And the thing I hate the most about it is that whoever's saying it is staying anonymous. Like, grow a a fucking pair. Like, if you're going to talk shit and you're going to throw your coaching staff under the bus, at least put your name to it. This makes me think that it's probably... It can't be one of the main guys. There's just no way. It can't be one of the main receivers. It can't. There. I don't think their leadership's like that. I could see it being maybe, maybe a, a D lineman or someone in the secondary. It's just hard for me to imagine one of the leadership, uh, one of the leaders on the team going behind the or going outside the closed doors of the the team and talking to the media. It's not a good start. They're saying the coaches just don't know what they're doing, which I think is kind of a cop out. They're not on the field. They're coaching. They like. There's only so much they can do. They're not missing the tackles. They're not fumbling the ball. Sure, their schemes might not be the best, but at the end of the day, you're the players. The players have to make the plays. The players have to throw the ball. The players have to block. The players have to run. The players aren't supposed to fumble. The players are supposed to tackle. So copping out and blaming the coaches, I think it's a little bit of a rat move, and I think it's... Uh, it's just bad. It's not a good... I mean, you guys are still in first place. You're still playing for playoff spots. And you're already trying to mutiny against this new coaching staff. Not a good sign. It actually bugs me. And I think that's worse than the loss. I think having that article leaked is probably the worst part about this loss. Because it's going to divide uh, the locker room. It's actually quite similar to to Dez talking about Jason Garrett back in his tenure. And that's why they got rid of Dez. It, no no player is bigger than the system, and right now some players think they are, and it's all bad. Do I think the coaches are doing a good job? I don't think they're doing a terrible job. I think they got maybe dished a pretty bad, bad stroke of luck with injuries. This is no way near the, the, the team um, that we expected to have on the field. Like I don't, you, You've lost your five starting linemen, your starting um, tight end, and you're starting quarterback. And people are surprised that we're two and four. Like, get your heads out of your asses. We're two and four because we're playing with half our starting offense is backups. What, what do you think is going to happen? As always, after Cowboys loss, I usually go on the old Instagram. Once again, I'll get my little uh, feed in here. Dallas Cowboys can fan on Instagram. Get on there. I don't know. I just post kind of st- stupid memes and stuff from the podcast, but still take a take a peek and i just love going on and searching cowboys um tags like dallas cowboys some of the memes man some people are pretty funny and you have to be able to laugh at yourself those memes are funny we got our ass kicked on monday night everybody that watches the nfl and is a football fan a fantasy football fan we're probably tuned into the game and really saw how shitty we are right now and there's two things about football most people have a favorite team and if it's not the Dallas Cowboys, you usually hate the Dallas Cowboys, which is fine. 
like when Dak got his had his ankle broken. Not that this is funny at all, but I had probably twenty text messages from random friends. Not it wasn't even they weren't laughing about it. They were just you know they they knew once that happened we were in some hot water, and uh, I just hear from it from everybody. Play, I'm going to do a little thing, players of the game that I thought last night. And, uh, I mean, for the Cowboys, I really can't think of anybody that deserves a player of the game, to be honest with you. No, none of them deserved it. To have the prestigious Dallas Cowboys can fan player of the game, I know that everyone on the roster is going to be in shambles that no one got it. But I do think the best player on the field last night was Buda Baker. That guy was a f- fucking beast he was everywhere and you, you got to give the guys love when they when they perform like that like he was a one-man wrecking show he was just everywhere and to the opposite of player of the game i got to give a jock strap out who was the biggest jock strap if you had to pick one person i would say ezekiel elliott he is someone that rarely gets noticed for being a fuck up and letting the team down but last night he did he fucked up and he let the team down so he is going to wear the can fan jockstrap on his face. Please don't beat me up, Zeke. I love you, and I think you will do better next week. Speaking of next week, Washington football team, who I did watch them against the Giants, or I, you know, Red Zone was on. I was kind of half-ass paying attention because it's two NF- NFC East teams. It's, you may as well just watch the, a piece of garbage blowing in the window outside. But I was watching the end of it, and I do have to admit, I do like Riverboat Ron's uh, attempt at the end for the two-point. You play to win, and he was out on record saying he's playing to win. So they feel like their backs are up against the wall, and the thing is, they're 1-4 in four right now, but they're not out of the playoff hunt somehow. They're still in contention for playoffs. Like, if they beat the Cowboys next week, I believe they'll own the first, they'll have first place uh, locked up for the for that week. They'll have the tiebreaker. So they're going to be coming out. They're going to be coming out and they're going to be swinging. Guys on the team, I I don't really know much about Washington's team. I mean, I think Alex Smith is still at QB. Let's check that out. Washington football team depth chart. Sorry, Kyle Allen. So he did surplant um, Alex Smith as a starting starting quarterback. Don't know much about him. Uh, they're running back. He has some some pop in his step, and they do have decent receivers. So I'm just gonna say it how it is. If we lose to Washington, my last little bit little bit of hope that I'm kind of keep hanging on to here. I think it will be fluttering away. Like I, I just don't know how much longer I can stay positive. And trust me, last night, this is why I don't do the podcast, or this is why I didn't do the podcast immediately right after the game, because I would have just been... Uh, I, almost, I almost turned the game off five times. The only reason I didn't was because I wanted to watch the full game so that I could talk about it today. And I st- I'm a, such a homer that I have a little bit of hope I always just think there's a tiny little bit of hope that we could come back, which, I mean, 10 points, we stood no chance. But I will watch the full game because I don't want another Atlanta Fal- Falcons um, game to happen and miss it because I almost turned the game off like five times during that game but didn't because I'm a sucker and 
what else would I do on Monday night? But if they lose to, did I say Washington Redskins? I don't know if I did. If they lose to the Washington football team, there's going to be a giant panic button hit by me. And I'm a pretty positive person. I tr- I laugh about the memes. I actually, I shoot the shit with some people on Instagram, like just kind of poking fun at them a bit because Cowboys fans are really just such little bitches. They, I hate to say it. I know you guys are the fan base I'm targeting, but holy fuck, you guys are such little babies. Everyone posting shit about saying, well, everyone I wanted Andy Dalton to start. There you go. No one, no one with any type of football IQ wanted Andy Dalton to start over Dak Prescott. Get your head out of your ass. And now there's actually some people, the same people that are saying Andy Dalton um, was uh, sought after over Dak, which is, he, he's here on a $3 million contract. Dak's talking about getting 30 plus million a year. Like, come on, use your brain a little. But the same people are now saying that Tony Pollard should start over Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, of course, Tony Pollard looked half decent, looked like he had some speed when he was in. But he's no Zeke. He can't block like Zeke. He can't catch like Zeke. And when Zeke gets going, Zeke is a force. So anyone that thinks Tony Pollard, and the difference, when Tony Pollard in, you think he's in there running a route or a gadget play. When Zeke's in on first down, the defense is trying to stop Zeke. So let's just cut the bullshit saying Tony Pollard should start. Because anyone that actually thinks that, I hope you're not listening to this. Yeah, trolls. But uh, what we're going to try to do for a format going forward is probably two episodes a week. We're going to do kind of a recap of the game like right now. Like talk about what happened in the game. Just quick thoughts. Um, Hopefully not jumping off a bridge after another devastating loss and another 38 points with 10 points scored. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But... We will discuss the game. We'll think, say what we think. Any talk, any um, main articles such as the coaches don't know how to do their jobs article. We'll talk about that briefly, touch on it, and then we'll also do an episode later on in the week, um, kind of just a random topic. Looking forward to the game on Sunday, and I'm going to start trying to get some guests on. Like this Friday, little sneak peek. I have my Vegas insider going to be on my zoom conference call with me on the dallas cowboys can fan he's hot hot off the strip this guy he wheels and deals he's in my uh, major league one fantasy football league he's won that he's wheeling and dealing non-stop calling guys up here in canada trying to make trades this guy's legit so you guys should tune in and uh as of last night's game the last thing i gotta finish on here is it sucked but the Red Rifle is still my guy. I'm still going to be starting him in fantasy. I'm still going to back him. I'm still going to argue with internet trolls that he is the guy. And anyone that says, obviously, Dak's better, he is better. Dak isn't here, though, fuck sticks. So on we go with Dalton. All right. Hit it, big hud. Welcome to another round of Boardroom or Miro Board. Today we talk retrospectives with Agile Coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You've spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or Miro Board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online at the same time. Correct. Next. 
You need the team to act on feedback fast. So you turn all those retro notes into JIRA tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.